Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of The Coiling Solution. And as you quickly see, there's no introduction music this episode. And that's because I don't have anyone to introduce. I am doing something I hope to never do, which is a monologue. And that's because this is an introductory podcast, if you will, an about us podcast, following some advice of someone I've now held in high regard for a little while, and he's helped establish this as a best practice, which is to have a podcast that shares with you why we even do this podcast. And I'm going to do that along with give you some insights in terms of what our company is all about. So for the next 15, maybe even 20 minutes, that's what this will be about. So I'm going to dive right in and start with my why, if you will, and maybe even talk about the purpose of the company. Let me start there. The purpose of our company is to revitalize communities by empowering individuals to reach their potential. And oftentimes when I say that, I can see people's eyes light up and maybe even gloss a little bit and go, wow, that's really a broad statement. And it is. That is certainly fair to say. And I can only offer some explanations and give some background of where that comes from. And I'll give it in two parts. The first part is my background. I was born and raised in North Philadelphia, not too far from Ethan Butler, where historically, some might say the odds were against you in terms of being, quote unquote, successful. Tough place to be raised uh, and still is today. Fast forward to a recent report I just reviewed from the NAACP's report from 2011. And I look at the zip code in which I was raised. And unfortunately, the data is not positive. It still has some of the lowest math competency scores, highest prison rates in the city. Uh, clustering of the lowest performing schools. So that's an issue. And that's a part of some of the things we want to help improve. That's part one of my why, helping trying to improve and help folks who are in some of the worst conditions, if you will, get their shot at their potential. Part two is my observations from the workplace. Um, I've been working for well over 30 years uh, when I look at my first summer job, which I didn't intend to get, by the way, I just wanted to get some turntables that summer and become a DJ and uh, my mother's wisdom. I didn't call it her wisdom at the time, but I guess it was her wisdom said, no, I'm not investing in another one of your hobbies that you may start and ditch. Um, you're going to earn your own money and get your own turntables if you want to do so. I went down to the Boys and Girls Club. They had a summer job program. And so I got into the summer job program and uh, was able to buy, I think, one turntable, actually, because they were so expensive. Technique 1200 turntables was the uh, staple at that time. And uh started working for this gentleman named Joe Jankowski, who owned the store. And he just poured into me. He taught me how to do so many things from making keys and fixing screens and fixing windows and how to do inventory and sales. And he also owned an alarm company called Security Plus and taught me how to do that. Uh, when I bought my first car, which was a, a 70, 1970 Volkswagen Beetle, I mean, a fender was falling off. He put it, we drove it into the back of the store garage and we fixed it up and he helped me repaint it. And I could just go on and on, but he just taught me so many things and, and poured into me. Uh, I moved in working to this company called Today's Man when I got a little older and, and the gentleman named Don Fleming uh, took me under his wing and just taught me a lot of things. I was working security and one day he came into the store and he just walked around the store. He said, walk, walk me through your, how you walk around the store and how you do things. And I just 
just walked around and showed him how I walked around a store. And I, I showed him that I, I thought it was important to spend more time in the men's tailored section because that was a higher value clothing there versus maybe the ties or other places. And as we spent time talking, he said, you know, I think you could do well in the corporate office. And, and he became a mentor and spent time with me as well as Barry Pine, who was one of the assistant controllers. Uh, WSFS, which is Wilmington Savings Fund Society in Delaware, Vicky Miyota, who was the HR director there, Skip Shane Halls, uh, the CEO spent time with me. Novacare, Steve Hallett, who's still a friend to this day, mentored me. Transaction Information Systems, Brenda Snipes, J.P. Morgan Chase. I think of Lisa Neil Graves, my first boss, Enza Carone, Anya Tomko, Debbie Beal, Ed McGann, Kim Davis, Claude Weir, and in the Chicago land, folks like Cheryl Harris, Billy Dexter. Um, and I could just go on and on. But the point is, my observations and my experiences are people make all the difference no matter where you come from. So when I put parts one and part two together, I think it's less about where you start. It's about making that connection and, and establishing connective tissue to people who can help take you through a process to getting to where you want to go. So one, you, you have to define where you want to go and you don't know what you don't know. And then two, how do you create a process and partner with people who are willing to help get you through that process? And that's a big part of some of the things we want to do. And, you know, Malcolm Gladwell's books uh, brings that out. His book's Outlier uh, brings that out, that, that the process and, and people make a big difference. So that's a big part of what we want to do at the CoreLink Solution. So now you might ask, who is this program for? And while we've created a bunch of avatars or personas, depending on how you want to think about it, but basically people we design things around. And I believe, by the way, those things may get deeper and or shift over time. We want to be agile. We don't want to be rigid. We like to think about the folks that we can help the most. We wrap those up into two major ways of thinking about it. And I like to call it people who are hungry to upshift and uplift. So for the people who are looking to upshift in their life, you may not know exactly what the it is, but you do know you need to move up from the current state. I'm going to try to cover topics and such that will help you move from groping in the dark, if you will, to shaping and forming thoughts and ideas and actions to help you get busy. And you'll hear me use terms often like be informed be empowered, be accountable to help you staple things in terms of getting this information, being empowered now with that information, and now being accountable to take action and use it. And for people who are looking to uplift, it could be as an entrepreneur and creating employment opportunities for their community, a legacy for their families, contributing to the education system, improving socioeconomic conditions, et cetera, et cetera. Etc. So now you might ask, what can I expect? Empowerment. This platform is designed to empower you through awareness and actual insights in three areas leadership and personal development, entrepreneurship, and social justice, with a particular focus on education. Let me talk about each of those briefly. Leadership and personal development, helping folks understand how to get better, particularly in the area of career skills. So everything from goal setting action planning, execution, networking, and how you put those things together, whether you're the person who is not sure about their passion and purpose, 
or you understand it but not sure how to achieve it, whether you're in a place where you want to now accelerate moving through an organization and getting to the level of success you believe is possible for you, whether you need to repivot. You're at a point in your career where you're like, mm, I'm not in a position I want to be in. I need to repivot and do something different. Or you believe you're ready to take that entrepreneurial journey but not sure how to transition. That's part of leadership and personal development, as well as life skills, et cetera. Two, the entrepreneurship. Want to help demystify it. Often people shy away from entrepreneurship, thinking everything must be, quote unquote, shark tank like. It must be a big idea, new technological discovery, and so on and so forth. Want to help bring it down to a practical level, show you a lot of examples and such of how people have introduced themselves into it. By practical means, things that are duplicable in ways that you can bring yourself into it, should you wish to pursue it. And then number three, social justice, to raise the level of understanding around facts and such, creating informed conversations and the ability to act. This is not about black or white or democratic or Republican, left or right, capitalist or socialist. This is about human rights. Just relations between individuals and society. That's the definition I'd like to stick with. Human rights, just relations between individuals and society. What else to expect? Fluidity as we learn. Fluidity is I learn about managing this podcast. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get better. We'll get better. It will be better, etc. And the last thing to expect is it will be a weekly podcast. Sometimes we'll be more frequent than that, but minimally it will be a weekly podcast. And again, you'll hear me say a lot, be informed, be empowered, be accountable. So let me also now answer some questions I've been asked so far. What are some of the goals for the podcast? Well, one, obviously, meet and exceed your expectations and expect that we learn and adapt. As I mentioned earlier, we've got avatars and personas to understand what we believe folks need that we want to target as part of our organization. But we'll learn and get better as we listen to you. One of the things that you'll know, I try to end each episode with asking you to give us feedback around that particular episode, ask questions, etc. We'll be listening and we'll be talking with you and we'll use that as input to make the future episodes better as we think about both guests, how we produce those episodes, etc. Education. From a seminar's perspective, we just completed the seminars at Faith City, which I'm happy to report went really well. I'm so proud of all the participants there. And then from an education perspective with schools, we have a pilot with a charter school in Chicago starting in September, which is very exciting as well. And then from a future forward perspective, we're planning to create a community probably in early 2019. Some more information to come about that. Let me try to answer another question that I've heard often, which is, did I need to leave my C-suite role in order to do this? And the answer is, one, let me start with, it's a transition from a for-profit C-suite role in the organization to now the CEO of our nonprofit organization. Yes, did need to do so. One, to follow my passion, purpose, and calling. Two, to address needs that were there years ago that have continued to persist and in my humble opinion, have become larger than they were years ago. Uh, Three, difficult to do on a part-time basis, need to be available to make those things happen in a broader way to both develop and make sure the efficacy of them 
truly uh, took place and to then be able to scale them. The things we're doing now, we're trying to drill out and make sure that they work as well as we want them to work and then build them in such a way that we can scale them out. Uh, For example, the seminars that I just developed and delivered, uh, obviously I understand that I can't personally deliver them, making them in a way that I can do train a trainer and then figure out how we both scale them so other trainers can do them as well as place them online for online training, right? So all these things will have strategies and plans so then we can scale these things out to have broader impact. And so, yes, is the simple answer. And I'm uh, thoroughly excited that we're able to do so. And this was planful. It's something my wife and I had prayed for and planned about for quite some time. Uh, Difficult to do? Absolutely. Uh, Difficult to walk away from uh, people you've come to to grow with and work with and uh, take on as family and friends, but uh, also bittersweet and something we knew we needed to do. So we are very thankful and appreciate all the prayers and support uh, as well from everyone who's uh, done so as a part of this transition. So thank you so much. So as I wrap up this About Us episode, I just want to say thank you for your support. Uh, please continue to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, please click the subscribe button. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, all of those have a subscribe capability. Please also rate and review the podcast. That's extremely important as well. That really helps us in terms of getting us more exposure. Uh, you can visit us on the CoreLinkSolution.com, which is our main website, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Appreciate your support. And until next time, be safe. Talk to you soon.